What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. The unstoppable team, continue to follow your dream. Finding means Buffalo, Buffalo. Ladies and gentlemen. Let's get excited. The Buffalo Bills came through and they put a damn thrashing on the damn Pittsburgh Steelers, bro. I'm telling you. Hey, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, there was touchdowns all over the place today, baby. There were touchdowns left, touchdowns right. Listen, Pittsburgh had no answers, man. Pittsburgh had no answers. This was a big effing dub. Big dubs. And it's not because of how many points we put up. This was this is a win we needed against an AFC team, Right? Those are crucial. You can't lose AFC games. You cannot lose conference games. You got you to gotta take care of business. And even better, the Jets beat the Dolphins. So the Dolphins are down. The Jets are feeling good. The Patriots destroy the Detroit Lions. Are they a fraudulent team out there? I don't know what's happening over there. But what matters to us is that the Bills are atop the AFC East how it should be. Now, if you guys agree with that, smash that like. If you have not subscribed to this channel, subscribe to this channel. Pittsburgh Steelers. What happened, man? What happened? Y'all are sitting there just with a dejected look on your face. A a dejected look. I don't know. Does it look like this? I don't know what it looks like. It must look something like this. (laughs) Let me see if I can do it. That's what it is. It's, It's tough, man. You're going with a rookie in Kenny Pickett. You're going with a squad that's just not what it used to be. The Pittsburgh Steelers aren't what they used to be. And that's just the way the nature of the business goes, man. There's some highs and some lows. Pittsburgh Steelers have, it's been a, it's a franchise that's been pretty steady. Pretty steady since I've known the Pittsburgh Steelers. Always a steady organization. But this, whew, this is rough. This is rough. The Buffalo Bills absolutely trounce the Pittsburgh Steelers, 38-3. to 
I thought it was going to be a much closer game. Now, I knew we were going to be a double-digit win. That I knew. 14 points. I thought, disrespectful. Don't do Mike Tomlin like that. But, man, we are that team. We have not allowed a second-half point since, what, we faced the, um, the Rams? I can't recall. It's been so long. It feels like it's been so long. We've only allowed seven points in the second half. Seven points in five NFL games. It's not like we're playing some some bums either. We played some formidable teams. My, oh my, how things change. How things change. Now, it's listen, Pittsburgh, although they're, you know what I'm saying, they're in a, I don't want to call them rebuild. It's tough not to call it a rebuild, but I mean, when you 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 go to your rookie quarterback, you got to now start rebuilding around him. George Pickens and Kenny Pickett are the future of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And you got Mike Tomlin around them. They're going to be good. It's going to be a rough one this year, but they're going to be good. But you went against, you went against a juggernaut of a team. The, the Buffalo Bills are not a joke. You went against a juggernaut of a team at home. If you've ever been to a Bills game, you would know. Speaking of Bills games, I was supposed to be there at the Bills game. I was fuming last night. The worst. Long story short, because I've already kind of explained it, go to the airport, park my car, because I'm like, you know, a couple days, I'm going to be back. I don't need anybody to come pick me up. I'll just drive my ass back home. Get to the airport. We're supposed to board the flight at 1030. Nothing. No intercom. No, no nothing. And then I'm like, hey, I get up. I want to go figure out what's going on. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, sorry to apologize for this this bad news, but according, um, we're performing some maintenance and blah, 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 and you won't have your flight. Your flight's canceled. Paraphrasing here. Everybody's just like looking at each other, like what the heck is going on? They just out, flat out canceled the flight. Something, all right, normally when someone cancels something, they replace it with something else. How soon can you get another flight? Oh, it doesn't come until 2 p.m. the next day. Game done. Looking at other flights to see what I can get out there. 700 bucks, 600 bucks. Nah, not worth it. Shout out to my man, John Formicello, because I was about to hang out with my man, John Formicello. He's at the game with his beautiful family, and I'm not there to hang out with him. And all of Bill's Mafia. But you know what? Sometimes God makes things happen for a reason. Maybe I wasn't supposed to be on that flight. So you know what? You got to listen to your man upstairs that says, you know what? Chill out. Just relax. Cool. I ain't going to be mad about it. But let's get back to this. Bill's Mafia. That stadium was rocking. That, that stadium was effing rocking, my boy. Are you kidding me? My oh my. Now, before I get into the stats and all that good stuff, it's just good to put a statement win. It's just good to put a statement win. My man, Best Bills uh, channel or not, he says, yo, amen, Rico. God in control, you got that right. Amen. When things happen, man, I don't fight it to make things happen. There's a reason that you didn't be, you weren't on that flight or took that rental or this and that or met that. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of things that wasn't supposed to happen. You know what? That's why. So I'm going to just cut it short and say, thank you, Lord. Keep it moving. Now, I got to give the flowers to Pittsburgh Steelers first before, because it's not about just shitting on the Pittsburgh Steelers. You got to give them their flowers. Let's talk about Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett is the real deal. He's nice, man. Over time, he's going to get better. He's going to, I mean, dude, dude threw for what? He, 52 attempts, 327 yards, didn't quit, six yards a pop. It's better than freaking Carson Wentz, I'll tell you. I'll take Kenny Pickett over Carson Wentz. 
took three sacks, but didn't have a bad night. George Pickens. This guy was picking all over Kyrie Elam today. We'll talk about that. But George Pickens is the real deal. I don't know how this man fell out of the first round. This guy's legit. Six receptions, 83 yards, 13, almost 14 yards of pop on eight targets. Holy jumpers. Good on them. Cam Hayward is always a monster. He kind of gave me a scare, though. He grabbed Josh Allen, slammed Josh Allen. Josh Allen's head hit the turf. But it wasn't as bad as it, it looked worse than it actually was. My goodness, it's that quick things can happen. Other than that, man, what a night. What a freaking night. We surrendered absolutely zero sacks and only was pressured one time. But we'll get into all of that. By the way, Tyrell Dotson, surprisingly, shockingly, if you will, led the team in tackles. Just saying. Just saying, we'll talk about that. But Pittsburgh, this might not be your year or two or two. But you guys, you guys are there. You guys are going to be there soon. Y'all, y'all will be right back to it soon. Shout out to my man, Brian Bowers. What up, BB? What's happening, man? He says, yo, I like Pickens, man. But Trey White shutting that ass down. Trust me. You know what? George Pickens is 6'3". I'm going to tell you right now. Allen, I mean, excuse me. Trey doesn't do well with big-time receivers. Big, tall, physical receivers, that's not Trey's forte. That's not Trey's forte. Go ask him Go ask him about uh, um, who's that receiver that's at the, he's with the Patriots now, was with the Dolphins. It's eluding my, it's eluding my Parker, Devontae Parker. Go ask Devontae Parker about him. Devontae Parker has, has done very well against Trey, but it's because it's a big body. Snook says, yo, Elam getting cooked. Hey, he got schooled today, man. But you know what? What do you do? What happens when you get schooled? You learn. You learn. And we'll, we'll, get, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. We definitely will get into that. But you got to give a shout out to the Pittsburgh Steelers. They, they fought all the way through. But man, the Bills are just that good. 38 points. We were just on it, man. We were on it. We were all over them in the first half. Golly, man, it's good to see. It is absolutely great to see. Now, Let's get right into the nitty-gritty. Let's get into the nitty-gritty. The Bills beat down Pittsburgh 38-3. The New York Jets beat Miami Dolphins 40-17. to Brees Hall absolutely killed them. Surprise, surprise. And the Detroit Lions lose to Pittsburgh Steelers 29-0. Just shut out. So guess what? The Bills are back on top of the AFC East. And how it should be. Now. That being said, let's get right into the freaking statistics of the night. So, Kenny Pickett, 327 yards, an interception, sacked three times, 74.8 QBR, or QB rating, excuse me. When it comes to the rushing game, defense once again shut everything down. Pittsburgh had 17 attempts for 54 total yards rushing. Fam, Najee Harris. 11 touches for 20 yards, uh, average of 1.8 yards a carry. We were absolutely all over the Pittsburgh run game. They had, there was no, there's no crease for them anywhere. They couldn't do a damn thing. We were all over it. That's one thing that the Bills needed to upgrade, needed to improve the last three years, and that's the run-stopping ability. 
And boy, do we have that. We have that right now. I remember at the at, in camp, we were talking about all the teams that we're going to face that have a pretty damn good run game, right? We're, we were like, oh, man, Cam Akers and Henderson, that's a pretty good run game. We stopped them in their tracks. Tennessee Titans stopped them right in their tracks, right? The Dolphins, they didn't run anything. They didn't do anything special in the run game. We lost by two points, and we already know what the deal is. And that, we took an L, and let's keep it moving. The Ravens, apart from Lamar Jackson do what he does, because that's what he does. Lamar Jackson, that's who he is. It's no different than Josh Allen. Josh Allen will get, get his yards regardless. Shut him down. And then now we got the Steelers. Shut them down. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing to see. The defense coming together. Romo, as much as I can't stand Romo doing commentary, because not that I hate the dude, it's just that all the extra fluff nonsense he gets in there, I'm like, oh, come on, stop it. You know what I mean? Oh, Jim, look at that cat on the field, Jim. <laughs> I, ain't try, I ain't trying to hear all that bullshit. But anyway, but coming away with, coming away with this game, like this, it's nice to see the defense matching the offense. How many years of Bills football have, you, have we been watching after the Super Bowl era Bills, when we went to the Super Bowl and we lost them all, you know what the deal is. How many times did you see the offense match the defense or the defense match the offense? It's always one excelled and the other was just mediocre at best. We have two elite units, two elite units on the offensive side of the ball and the defensive side of the ball. Golly, man. Thank you. Somebody agrees with me. Romo's awful. I don't think he's awful, but he annoys me. He just really annoys me. <laughs> I don't something about Romo. He just, just annoys me. And guess what? We get Romo again next week, two weeks in a row. And he was really, he was supposed to, I mean, how much nice things and great things can you say about the Bills when the Bills are just absolutely destroying the Pittsburgh Steelers? However, he loves him some Kansas City. And he's going to be sucking off Kansas City like you wouldn't believe. You wait and see. You'll see what I mean by that. And that's why he annoys me. Because he has a bit of, a lot of love for the freaking Kansas City Chiefs. That's just me. That's just the way I look at it. Now, Run game, stifled. The receiving game for the Pittsburgh Steelers, I think our DBs did a, a fairly decent job. Um, outside of George Pickens going for six for 83. Deontay Johnson had his five for 60. Um, Claypool, five for 50, but those were garbage yards right at the end because Claypool wasn't doing anything all game long. He had one long for 20. Deontay Johnson had a long of 23. And then the rest were like five receptions for 40 for Zach Gentry, tight end. You know what I mean? Jalen Warren. I mean, the rest goes down to just garbage stats. 327 yards against still, but we beat them down. And that's expected for the team to be throwing all over the place to try to catch up. Defensively, they didn't really do anything, right? No sacks. No interceptions. Excuse me, one interception. You got to give it to Levi Wallace. How about Levi Wallace? Got to give it to him. Good job, Levi. That was actually pretty legit. But for the most part, we just dismantled this team. They just they didn't they didn't stand a chance against the Bills. I think I think I'll speak for myself. I think I put a lot more hype on the Pittsburgh Steelers to give us a match and give us a fight because I'm thinking, yo, they need to win. They need to stay within the the NFC uh, AFC North. They need to stay within those guys. No, they it just they, it, it didn't do a thing, not a damn thing. And now there were a lot of matchups that we wanted to see in this game, right? We wanted to see what the Bills were going to do. If we're going to self-destruct, are we going to make mistakes? We definitely do that. We can check that off the board. 
Bills corners versus George Pickens. I think George Pickens had had his he had a day. He could have had more if they if they focused on it, but he had a day. George Pickens had a big day for himself. And last but not least, the offensive line versus this Alex Highsmith character. Alex Highsmith, Smith, excuse me, completely shut up. Shut down. So for the most part, we won our key matchups. We won our key matchups. We kept George Pickens out of the end zone. And we kept him out of the end zone completely with three points. Boswell making missing two field goals. Shame on him. But that's what happens when you come to Buffalo. The swirling winds will get to you. That's why weather makes a difference. It's an advantage. That's why when we were crying about, oh, it's so hot. It's so hot in Miami. It's the advantage they have. And our advantage is it's freaking windy. So you better control that football because it could go all over the place. But the Pittsburgh Steelers, shout out to y'all. You guys put a, an effort to try to, you know, make this make this a game in the first quarter. Y'all tried to. It was 10 to 3. So I'm like, okay, it's going to be. And that's what I anticipated. I anticipated that they keep it close in the first half at least. And then we blow the doors off of them. But I didn't realize the doors were going to be blown off in the second quarter. <laughs> that's just what it is, man. Blow, the doors are blown off in the second quarter. I expected that in the third quarter. We went a quarter, a, little, a quarter sooner. I'll take it. I'll take that. Now, let's head over to the Buffalo Bills. Star of the night. You know what? I, I might as well just like, I, I might as well just do it right now. Right? Spotlight hero. Who was your spotlight hero today? Who does a spotlight deserve to be on in this game? Who was it? Who do you feel it was? Some people might say it was in the receivers, the receiver squad. Some, some might say it was on the defense. We shut them down. Three points. Some might say it was our quarterback. Some might say maybe it was a specific receiver. Who was the spotlight hero today? And y'all want to talk to me? Well, I'm going to tell you right now. It's, it's the obvious. It is the obvious. And that's Josh Allen. Josh Allen was your spotlight hero. There's nothing, there's nothing more to talk about. 20 for 31, 424 yards in this game. He was over 300 yards in the first half. He had four touchdowns in the first half. The first quarterback that's ever thrown for four touchdowns in the first half. You know who the, the one before that was? Jim Kelly. You know, when it, you know when it was done? It was done in 1991. Do you know what happened in 1991? Exactly. I ain't going. I ain't going to say any more than that. I'm just saying. I'm putting. I'm, I'm putting the correlations together. Last time we had a quarterback that threw for four touchdowns in one half and made everything look so freaking easy was Jim Kelly. So, could it be? Is it? Is it an omen that we saw this happen and now it's going to happen somewhere? I'd love to believe that. But 21 for 31, 424 yards, 13, almost 14 yards a pop. Four touchdowns, what, one interception. That was a great, listen, bad throw by Josh. Bad throw by Josh, I'll give it to him. Uh, but but Levi Wallace, was that was a heck of an interception by Levi Wallace. Levi Wallace, I mean, Levi Wallace has done those plays for us before. Right, when he was a member of the Buffalo Bills, there were a lot of times where you, he looked like he was beat. But length and size of Levi Wallace gets him back in the play. He contorted his body to make that interception. You got to give him that. You got to give him that. That was impressive. Shout out to uh, Levi Wallace, former Bill. And I could potentially see him back with Buffalo if they decide not to bring him back next year, which I can't see that happening, but we'll see. I'm not going to lie, man. I actually liked seeing Levi Wallace. 
<laughs> over there because I like Levi. Levi's always been a guy that we always gave him shit, but then he always came out and played well enough that he always remained on the field. You can't even hate on that because it's the facts. He always, for everyone they brought over to try to take his job, he was like, all right, let me beat them out and I'll remain as the cornerback number two. And he made a great play today. So shout out to, to Levi Wallace, even Summer. Summer Flores is like, man, I miss Levi. I miss him. I miss that guy. Well, good on him. But spotlight hero, Joshua freaking Allen. Took no sacks, hardly pressured, had a 134 uh, QBR. Through that interception to Levi, obviously. But other than that, the dude was just unbelievable. Josh is that dude. When things are so, it's like him shooting hoops, man. That basket is like this. You know that Josh Allen is that dude because he allowed Stefan Diggs to go over 100 yards today. Stefan Diggs had eight receptions off 11 targets, 100 yards, and he had that 40-yard reception. It's like they knew. And in that play allowed both players to reach something. Josh Allen goes over 400 yards. Stefan Diggs goes over 100 yards. Done. Let's get off the field. Let's get Case Keenum to close the case. That's how. That's when you know the dude is that good. When you can just do things at will. Ah, I need. I want to. I want to get this milestone. I want to get 400 yards. So yo, let's let's make it happen. Josh Allen career high 424 yards. Spotlight hero Joshua freaking Allen. Case Keenum came in. I wanted no parts of Case Keenum. I don't know about you guys. Did you guys? When you guys knew that? Oh man, this is a blowout. Case Keenum is coming in. Did you guys go like? Case Keenum. He did absolutely nothing in that game. Absolutely nothing. Two for five, eight yards. Like, come on, fam. Like, geez. Come on, man. The team is depleted. The team is just dejected. They're out of it. Put the nail. I mean, the nail was already in the coffin, but put a couple more, man. Hammer a few more nails in the coffin just to make sure. Ugh, Case Keenum kills me. But he's a, he does a hell of an impression. Of somebody else, huh? Well, if you can do an impression of a damn quarterback, a backup quarterback, and you know what I'm saying, put some plays together, that'd be nice. Because there's going to be a few times this year that you might go in and we might need you. So just, you know, close the game out. My goodness, man. Case Keenum. I digress. See, this is when you know when your team is nice like that, you get picky. You start talking about your backup quarterback. (laughs) Not doing well. You know what I mean? That's, That's the beauty of having a good team. That's the beauty of having a good team. Shout out to my man, Cardero Linder. What's up, Cardero? Uh, longtime viewer, Cardero Linder and supporter. He goes, James Cook. Fire. Go, Georgia. I didn't want to go. In, you know what? I didn't want to go into the running back talk right now. But because my man has come in and wants to talk about it, we're going to talk about it. James Cook. Four carries, 31 yards, with a long of 24. The game is over. Now, I will say this. This is what I'll say. A great comeback. Great cutback. You saw the line pushing over. As a running back, you push it. You push it to the line, and you cut back against the grain. I like that. You know what I'm saying? But it was wide open. And it is a second-round running back should be able to do that. Now, I want to see more of that. I want to see way more of that. So, hopefully, Ken Dorsey is like, okay, maybe we should sprinkle him in more. If you have to phase out Zach Moss, phase him out. Zach Moss only had one carry today for seven yards, and he fell flat on his face. I don't know what the hell happened there. I don't know if he got too excited. His feet got all happy. He had happy feet, tripped over his own face. But 
it was a nice run. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna see here in front. It was a nice run, but it was just one run at the end of the game where the other team is just no, oh, let's just get this game over with. However, that's what you're supposed to do. When you're the backup running back, they put you in, you do things like that to close the game out. Hopefully that parlays yourself into more opportunities. Because I want to see this freaking guy. I want to see him succeed. I certainly do. But he hasn't shown me anything for me to be excited. Is this one, one instance that I can say, okay, I see some. He's done that before. And then he disappears. So Ken Dorsey, give me more. I think that he's, he's, this play should earn him more touches over Zach Moss. I understand every game is different, but this should get him more touches. But before we get into the running back room, I'm going to touch more into that because there's three, certain things I want to talk about this game, especially when it comes to the run game. But let's go to the receiving room. Gabriel freaking Davis. Gabriel freaking Davis. What a difference it makes. Now, I want to go back to Davis's rookie year. I believe it was his rookie year. Um, John, we had John Brown, and John Brown was our speed guy, right? He was our... He was our guy to stretch the field and get downfield and all that good stuff. And I was making a, I've made several, 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 uh, I mean, cases that he was our best deep threat. He was our best deep threat. And, and nobody was really kind of paying attention. And I was like, fam, look at his average. Every big play was always going to Gabe Davis. And this is when Gabe was starting to make a little bit of noise, but not a whole lot because we still had John Brown, Cole Beasley. You know what I'm saying? We still had those big dogs, right? And Gabe was always making big plays. Fast forward to this year. Once again, Gabe Davis making big plays. We bobble the ball on the, on the freaking kickoff return. We're on the one-yard line. Here comes Josh Allen. Just absolutely fires a laser. To Gabriel Davis for 98-yard touchdown. My goodness. The last time we had a 98-yard touchdown, I think it was uh, um, it was Ryan Fitzpatrick to uh, blah, 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 to Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens. That was the, I think it was the last one. It's like a 98 yarder. That's tied. That's the last time. And even before that, that was way back in the 90s that we did something like that. Unbelievable. Gabriel Davis. Big playability is absolutely needed. It changes the way this offense rolls. You saw the last couple games. It changes this offense completely. He's got deceptive speed, man. And it's not like he's slow. It's just that for some reason, they don't look his way. Or they, they just don't, they don't think that he can, he's got the motor, he's got the, the legs and the speed to get downfield. And boy, he made them pay twice. Y'all need to stop messing with him. A 62-yarder 62, a and then a 98-yarder. Dude had one of those Randy Moss days, man. He actually, actually, he only had three receptions today. Three receptions, 171 yards, 57, <laughs> 57 average. Yo, every catch this guy was making is 57, 57 yards, right? Two touchdowns, six targets. Call it a day, I'm done. You got to give him love. You got to give him love, man. He makes, he is, he's a difference maker on this team. This team is dangerous with Gabe Davis in it. My goodness. It's a diff, it's a different ball game. And now you bring in Khalil Shakir. And by the way, shout out to my man Donut that asked me, man, should I put Khalil Shakir in or should I put somebody? I forgot who else the other guy was. He was trying to tell me. 
Heck no. You put Khalil Shakir in because Khalil had a game himself today. Gabe Davis, three receptions, 171 yards, 57-yard average, two touchdowns, six targets. Heck of a game. Stephon Diggs, eight receptions, 102 yards, 13 yards a pop, one touchdown, 41 long, 11 targets. It's a beautiful thing. You're giving your, your two top targets 16 targets each. 16 targets combined. Let me keep going. Khalil Shakir, five targets, three receptions, 75 yards, 25-yard average, one touchdown, and a 31-yard long. And that was a beautiful catch. It, amongst three receivers, he goes up and catches that. That's the one thing that Khalil Shakir will do that limits Isaiah McKenzie. Isaiah McKenzie is more of a drag route type of receiver. You know what I'm saying? Hitch here, drag here. But Khalil is an overall receiver. Corner, post, go up and get it, contested catch, hitch. He can do a little bit more than McKenzie. Bigger size. Obviously, when you have a bigger receiver, you can do those things. But you got to give Khalil Shakir some credit. And I hope that he has more room on this team to make plays. I, don't, I hope they don't go back and deactivate. Please don't do that to him. Khalil Shakir, 3 for 75, 25. Off of five targets. Isaiah Hodgins came in. I'm going to tell you right now, man. Isaiah Hodgins had one catch where he caught that ball. as a nice route, great ball, got up, and he just fired up. And that fired up wasn't just because he caught the ball. That fired up was more so, I know I can play this game. Let me in. I can show you what I got. And that's exactly what he did. He got in the game and showed you what he had. Off of what? Six targets. He got four of his balls for 41 yards. And we have that sitting on our, on our freaking practice squad. Dude. That's nice, man. It's nice to know that we can bring up guys that can come and make, and make some plays. Isaiah Hodges. Four for 41, 10 yards a pop. I think you could have made a bigger effort to try to score that touchdown near the end zone, but so be it. It's all good. Quentin freaking Morris, three receptions, 39 yards off of five targets. Quentin had that monster catch. I couldn't believe it. That's a tight end, y'all. That is a former receiver turned tight end, and you wonder why they let go of freaking Howard. You wonder why they can say, you know, Dawson Knox, rest up. You'll be just fine. Quentin Morris. Okay, big fella. We see you, Quentin Morris. We freaking see you, man. Big play by Quentin Morris. That was big. That was huge. And this is not the first time he's made a play like that. Paul P said, yo, that's Sticky Hands Morris, boy. Sticky Hands Morris. Real talk. Devin Singletary, one catch. Tanner Gentry got in there on a one target, didn't catch the ball. It's all good. You'll be back down to the practice squad, which is fine. When you came in and did what you're supposed to do, special teams, give us some depth. We're good to go. But Quentin Morris, though? Okay, big fella, we see you, bro. Wait till these guys start getting together. Wait till they start getting together and really getting, forming a bigger bond. Josh Allen, Quentin Morris would be nice. They already have that. Dawson Knox and Josh already have that. Wait till he starts building it with Moss, and he's already doing it now. It's great. And poor... Poor freaking guy. He could have had that touchdown in the end zone, and we gave it up. We gave it up in the end zone. Shame. I really wanted that one. I really wanted it for him. Now, let's go to the run game because we got things to talk about in the run game. All right. 18 carries, 120 yards rushing, 6.7 yards a gain, and one touchdown. All right. Now, here's my, 
here's what I love about what we did with the run game. It didn't matter what we did. It was Devin Singletary, seven yards a pop. James Cook, obviously with his, his long run, seven, eight yards a pop. Zach Moss had a seven-yard seven run. Josh Allen had five carries for eight yards a pop, right? But you take away Josh Allen's run because he's our quarterback. He's going to do those things, right? We're down to 80 yards a game. 80 yards a game. And we were up 31. I should see up to like 30 carries in this game. 30 to 35 carries in this game. Because of how many points we just torched these guys and we put on these guys. This was an opportunity for us to really, I mean, I don't want to use the word practice, but practice running and, and putting some schemes together so we can make this team a lot more balanced. But we didn't take advantage of it. We still kept throwing the football. We do that well. That's what we do. We can do that in our sleep. The one thing that we, we need to work on, that we should work on, is the run game. But we didn't do that. I expected more carries. I expected at least 10 carries for Devin Singletary. Nope. He had six. Zach Moss, one. James Cook, four. I would, I would have expected more carries in order for us to kind of kill the clock and establish something in the run. Let's try to work some fits. But nope. Throw it up. I don't know. Are we just trying to make Josh Allen MVP and just keep throwing the rock and make him, forcing him to be MVP? Are we not trying to win the whole thing? I don't know, man, but I don't want to take away from the run game because when they did get in the game, it was all positive, but I would have liked, I would have liked more. I would have liked more Establish yourselves, but I don't feel, I don't feel like they did that. Man, oh man, by the way, did you guys bet on the game? Did you guys put some money on your bet us? If you did kudos to you, we made some bets to some games that were pretty good. I don't know if you did or not, but if you have not, you guys should jump in on BetUS. If you're not sure what I'm talking about, let me show you a little something, something. Football is back, and so is BetUS.com for our 28th year of NFL action. With live in-game betting, incredible odds with daily odds boosters, props, parlays, fast payouts, and exceptional customer service, BetUS has it all. Sign up today at BetUS.com. BetUS where the game begins. So if you guys have not joined up, do yourself a favor, man. Jump on the BetUS. We are partnered up with them. 125% sign-up bonus using our promo code BF125. Go ahead and jump on there. One of you guys is going to be good these days, and you're going to get a perfect freaking run. I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for you guys to say, man, I used your code, man, and I got, I got 25. I got all everything right. And Rico, I know that we you you we have an agreement that I'd give you two percent of whatever I win. So uh, when you guys do get your victory, just throw that two percent my way, and uh, we're good to go, fellas. We're good to go. Now back to our regular scheduled program, folks. So here's the deal, folks. I've loved to see more running from us. I would have loved to see this game, especially because it was over so quickly. But here we are. Only eighteen touches. You know what I'm saying for eighty yards minus takeaway. What Josh Allen was able to do, I would love to see more. But here we are. 432 yards receiving today by this team. Unbelievable. We put the yardage up on the freaking Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh have, has never allowed such points since what? I think it was like in the 80s. 
or was it 60s? I can't remember, but it's been a long time since it's ever been demolished this way. It doesn't happen to a Steelers organization. And today we said, bump all that. Bump all of that. We need to put it on you guys. We need to pour it on you guys. Man, oh man. Now, defense out of the ball. And this is, this is what uh, is super impressive. We had a lot of guys. We had some key guys out today. Jordan Poyer being one of them. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds being one of them. Uh, we had Jordan Phillips that came into the game, and then he kind of uh, re-aggravated. It looked like he re-aggravated his hamstring injury. So we're, they're obviously, we're going to be monitoring that, see how that plays out. But for the most part, everyone was back in, and it was very clear that you ain't running on this team. You are definitely not going to run on this team. Tyrell Dotson, 11 total tackles and one sack. Shout out to Tyrell Dotson with a tackle for a loss and one QB hit. The depth on this team, I will continue to talk about it, is supreme. We've got excellent depth on this team. This is unbelievable. Kyer Elam, 10 total tackles today. One pass breakup, and he also had one interception. Shout out to Kyer Elam. Now, let me, let me talk about my boy Kyer Elam. We got to talk about it, right? Because Kyer Elam today was getting his lunch ate by freaking George Pickens. Kyer Elam was absolutely getting abused. And it needed to, it, he needed to buckle down and just kind of straighten up because George Pickens was not having any mess today. He wanted smoke. And George Pickens was bringing it to my man, Kyer Elam. Kyer Elam, and it's going to come out. His PFF grade, I'm super curious as to what his PFF grade is going to be. Aside from the interception, that was a bad throw by George Pitt, I mean, by Kenny Pickett. But Kyer Elam was looking very shaky. And we've been talking about this, where Kyer likes to bail early. Well, guess what? Matt Canada, the OC for Pittsburgh, was like, you know what, fam? I see what you're doing. So we're just going to close that gap for you real quick. And, sure, and they certainly did. So it had, it, and listen, although... Kyrie Elam took an L this game. But this L that I speak of is not necessarily a loss. But he took he took some lessons, right? Some lessons to trust your speed. You have 4-3 speed, my G. Trust your damn speed. And this was a lesson that, okay, now big-time receivers or bigger receivers coming my way. How do I defend it? How do I do this? So this is something that's just going to make Kyrie Elam better. But boy, did he have his challenges today. He had his challenges. George Pickens was a, was a force to deal with. But this was great. This was good to see Kyrie Elam get his feet wet, get exposed a little bit, and hopefully that tightens his game up. And somebody made, uh, made a comment on Twitter, and it was something to the nature of, well, there's a reason that Christian Benford was eating into his snaps. Well, we'll see how that plays out. I mean, this is a long season. He's getting, he's getting the necessary snaps right now to clean up his game. And by then, I hope that he's a well-put-together corner that he can battle out with Dane Jackson, see who stays on the field. Speaking of Dane Jackson, did you guys see the clip where Dane Jackson got absolutely fucking pushed over on his ass by George Pickens? George Pickens is the, he's the AFC bully. He's the AFC receiver bully because the NFC receiver bully is DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf goes out there and starts just imposing his will on a whole bunch of people. George Pickens is that version of him. George Pickens absolutely jacked up my guy in the chest. Boom. He put Dane Jackson on his ass. Oh, I don't know if you guys saw that, but it was nasty. I was like, damn, you gonna let him push you off like that? He, he, he. he got me, you got me say he he like Michael Jackson. 
Golly, it was nasty, man. It was nasty. So that being said, man, all together, though, this cornerback room, although, like, I mean, it's going to happen. The team is down. They're going to throw the football. We did not allow them to get in the end zone. We did not allow them to get in the end zone, and that is a testament to this defensive scheme. That's a testament to the communication between linebacker and corners, corners to safeties. The whole team was on one page, and we still didn't allow them to get in there. We bent a little bit, but we certainly did not come close to breaking. Shout out to the defense and the defensive backfield. My man Rev Rose comes in and says, I tried to tell y'all about Pickens. Listen, man, I don't know how Pickens dropped out of the first round. I really don't. I can't make sense of it. I can't make sense of it. But anyway, the Young Bucks got in on the action. Damar Hamlin had eight total tackles, one uh, tackle for a loss. And Damar Hamlin, shout out to Damar Hamlin. Now, this, I want to know what your thoughts are on this, right? I don't know if you guys remember this, but I, I remember when, I, when we knew that we were playing the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I said, if freaking Kenny Pickett tries to pull that crap that he pulled when he was at Pittsburgh, where he pretends to slide and gets back on his feet and keeps going, you are going to get your head knocked off. And who knows what he was going to try today? But he was on the he was on the move, and then Hamlin came in and came up. He gave him a late hit, maybe it deserved a flag, but the refs weren't even looking that way to give him a flag. And here comes the whole melee, right? And everybody, you know, me in the scrum and all that stuff. But I respect Pittsburgh for because if somebody were to do that to Josh Allen, you best believe Deion Dawkins is coming in to knock your ass off. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Spencer Brown is going to come over and and maul your ass and and do what he's supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, folks, when you see something like that happen, yo, Kenny Pickett, we know what you do. You like to, you know, pull that little fake slide. So we're going to make sure that we touch you and make sure you down. Now, it might be a little hard, but we're going to make sure that we're on your ass so you can stay there. <laughs> yo, my man, my man Hamlin said, not today, Satan. Get your ass down, man. We on you. We're on your ass. And, uh, and you know what I mean? He got lit up. He got lit up and fair. You know what I'm saying? We got a little bit of scrum. But that's that's what that's what happens, man. Tell your quarterback to get down because if he doesn't, I'm gonna I'm the one that's gonna be on ESPN and Sports Center making me like I'm not prepared. Well, you, you always gotta make sure that you gotta put him down because you just never know. Well, guess what? I'm gonna make sure. I'm gonna make sure I touch my former quarterback and put him down because I know that's what he does. Real talk. It wasn't malicious. I gotta make sure he's down. But anyway, Demar Hamlin, valuable playing time today. Valuable playing time. Had a decent game. Had a decent game today. Jaquan Johnson, eight tackles as well. Decent game, right? He had two solo tackles of his own. Dane Jackson, six total tackles. He had one pass deflection. Teron Johnson is always a pit bull. He's all over the place with that tackle for a loss. And he also had that, uh, that uh, the fumble return, excuse me, the fumble recovery. Shout out to him. Baylin Spector got into the game today. I love to see it. Terrell Bernard had six total tackles today. Fam, this team was going hard. Now, here's the crazy thing. Matt Milano, although was quiet statistically, was everywhere. Everywhere the ball is, Matt Milano was there. Matt Milano had two total tackles today, uh, two pass deflections, um, and uh, was all over it. Saron Neal was all over the place today, too. Fam, this whole squad was nice. Von Miller continues to do what he does. He had a sack today, so that puts him to, what, four sacks this year? So shout out to my man Von Miller, doing big freaking things, man. Von Miller, AJ Epinesa had a sack today, as well as Teron Johnson. Excuse me, not Tyrell Johnson, uh, Tyrell Dotson. So Tyrell Vaughn and AJ Epinesa coming in with three sacks. Shout out to the Bills defense. You did it, man. 
and you're going to continue to do it. And we, what a time to go into next week where we're relatively healthy. We're going to be getting guys back and we're going up against the freaking Kansas city chiefs. My, oh my, we waited for this. We circled this on the calendar. Now it doesn't mean as much because we know when the games really matter and the games really matter later in January. But as of right now, we're going up against this team and it's, it's just another game. It's just another freaking game. And shout out to my man, uh, King Kansas. Yo, hey, Rico, just got in here. Let's go. What's good, fam? What's good, everybody? By the way, shout out to the whole chat right now. I see that we're only at 71 likes. Ooh, that's a little odd. So do me a favor. Smash that like. Let's get this thing up. You know what? Let's get this video up to 800 likes by smashing that like real quick for your boy. And let's keep moving. 800 likes. Let's get this moving. Now, special teams, Sam Morris. Excuse me, not sorry. I'm saying Sam Morris. Uh, Sam Martin. Only two punts, and his two punts didn't come until the fourth quarter. Isn't that crazy? We have only punted 10 times the entire season. There are teams that punt 10 times in one game, let alone five NFL games. We've only punted 10 total times. We were at eight before Sam, Sam Martin punted. He punted twice in this game. And both punts were, uh, what, 50? He, he punted for 110 yards, so 55 yards a pop, and both touchbacks. I mean, one of them could have been brought to the one-yard line if uh, Saran Neal just, just caught that thing and just put it back, but just got out of his grasp. Just got out of his grasp. Man, oh, man, oh, man. By the way, uh, Buffalo Pete says, I'm waiting for Cook to, uh, to settle in. We all waiting for Cook to settle in. I haven't seen enough yet for me to be like, oh, he's here. He's arrived. Haven't seen anything yet. Still waiting on it. Still definitely waiting on it. My man Rev comes in and says, hey, man, Hamlet and Johnson excel close uh, to the line of scrimmage. But they are sus in the deep coverage. No way Mahomes doesn't take shots next week, especially if Poyer is out again. I can't see Poyer being out two games in a row. Now I don't know exactly why he was out this game. Uh, I don't think I don't. Did you guys? I didn't see what they said his reasons for uh, him being out. However, I cannot see him missing this game. We're gonna need every everybody we can to jump into this real quick. And I that's no shade on anybody, but we just need everybody uh, available for this game. Uh, shout out to my man, James, for that super chat. I appreciate you, James. James says, yo, who we got coming back from injuries uh, for sure at KC? So I assume Poyer will be back. I assume Tremaine Edmonds will definitely be back. Um, I think we had, uh, who else was uh, inactive today? That was uh, of, of, of uh, uh, McKenzie's probably going to be back as well. McKenzie was on the, he was on the concussion protocol, so he'll most likely be back. So there's, there's a few Key names that'll be back uh, for this upcoming game against KC. The only thing I don't know about KC is, is K, is it a afternoon game? Is it a four o'clock game? I can't recall. Or is it a night game? I can't recall. I know it's not a one o'clock game. They wouldn't dare put that game for one o'clock. So if it was a four afternoon game. That'd be sweet. We get to watch that game going forward. That'd be really cool. So was it bruised ribs for, for Jordan Poyer? So bruised ribs. I can't see him sit in another game. But we'll see how that plays out. We'll see how that plays out. You just never know with these guys. Oh, and Dawson Knox. Thank you, guys. And Dawson Knox is going to be, I'm sure he'll be back for next week. So we'll have Dawson Knox back, quitting more. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? 
Grimly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. And uh, we'll have a full squad. And it's a 425 game, which is perfect. So you know the whole world's going to be watching that. Thank you very much. Angel, Angel Marte, um, Martin, thank you for that. Uh, Luke Blurch. I hope I said your name right. Sorry if I butchered that. Uh, Jordan Poirier is a beast when healthy. He's, wide, he's a wide receiver, worst nightmare. Uh, I don't know if he's a wide receiver's worst nightmare, worst nightmare but he's definitely, uh, he, he's your tip ball's worst nightmare. If that ball is tipped, Poirier's right there. He's bringing that thing down. You know what I'm saying? So uh, he's, he's definitely your tip ball worst nightmare. That's for sure. That is for sure. So looking at this team, all right, looking at what we were able to do to the Pittsburgh Steelers today, we pretty much took full advantage of them. We made them look stupid. We, we ran all over. We, we listen, we did what we wanted to do to them. Right. Offensive line couldn't get a push. Defensive front couldn't get a push to get after Allen. The DBs couldn't stay without receivers. Uh, their receivers, you know, said they had a couple of good, some good plays, but nobody could really push enough to get downfield. Our pass rush was all over them. Relentless. We got them three times for the sack. That team gives up two sacks a game anyway, so we're on par. We outcoached them. And some bounces fell our way. Right. Kick return. Ours. Then we had the uh, what was the other the other issue that happened where we got the ball back? Um, was it the punt return? Something of that nature. I mean, th- those things happen, man. So we will take those things. Now, I do have an issue, by the way. So any of my mods in here uh, block my little, my little dating site that's happening there. I've tried clicking on that dating site and it doesn't work. So just just eliminate them, please. Please, please and thank you. Uh, <laughs> John Marlowe, uh, where is where is TD now? Dolphins fins are who we thought they were. I, I mean, listen, he's probably right now losing his ish, knowing Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, listen, how bad is it, man? Your starting quarterback has a concussion. Then your backup quarterback gets a concussion. Apparently, he passed the test and was ready to return. But because they're trying to like not be in the spotlight again, they just said, yeah, we're just going to hold you out the rest of the way just to be on the safe side because they're learning from their lessons from Tua. You feel me? So Teddy was okay to come back but they decided to hold him out so that they did so then skyler thompson came in and did what he could but it was apparently the Brees hall show the Brees freaking hall show and y'all were making fun of me when i say man we should have grabbed Brees hall no but we got the georgia product Brees hall is doing what he's supposed to do out there in new jersey you know what i'm saying that's what happens when you have an all-around back that can do it all i'm just saying I digress. You know what I mean? So, statistically, now this is the big thing. This is what I always go to 
when I'm looking at how did we win, right? And we talked about the keys to victory last game. And the number one key to victory was get Devin Singletary the touches, 15 touches or more. How many touches did Devin Singletary have today? Not 15. <laughs> he had seven touches today. Seven touches. Now, we still won the game, but it would have been nice to see us establish some kind of run game with Devin Singletary since he's our RB1. We did. But that was one thing that we didn't even bother looking their way. Not one bit. You know what I'm saying? So now, did we win the turnover battle? Well, right now, we had that one turnover to um, with the interception, and then we fumbled it in the end zone with Quentin Morris. They also had two turnovers. So we we washed out at the turnover, the turnover department. But we and this is like a consecutive game that we've turned the ball over. We've got to stop turning the ball over because teams like Kansas City aren't going to be so damn forgiving. They're not going to be forgiving. They're going to take our turnover, just like freaking the Ravens did, and punch it in for points. Luckily, we had a defensive stop in the second half and we made some adjustments that were able to do it. But Pat Mahomes is a different dog than Lamar Jackson. You just, you, you can't, you slow him down. You never stop Pat Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? So that turnover battle, although it was washed, we, to me, we can't, we turn the ball twice. We can't turn the freaking ball over like that. Uh, great play on Levi Wallace. Unlucky play for that fumble in the end zone, but we just can't turn the ball over. We just can't, we can't afford that. All right. So although we won the game, that turnover battle, I don't like the fact that we 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 turned the ball over twice. It's not cool. And the worst part is we turn the ball over in the red zone, right? When we're trying to make something happen and we lose the ball twice in the red zone. Those are points, man. At least that's six points. If we don't make it, we take the field goal. But we just gave the points right back to the defense. Can't have that whatsoever. All right. Number three, what was the big thing I said? If you guys remember, what was my third thing that I said? I said, get Gabe Davis involved. And I said, release Khalil Shakir. Release him to the freaking, to the, release the hounds, man. It's pretty much what I said. And boy, did we ever do that. Get him involved. Get him involved and get him involved early. And that way it opens things up. And that's exactly what happened. Three receptions for 100 and freaking, what is it, 170 yards or something ridiculous. Dude, that's what we needed. Excuse me, 100, what do you have? 130 yards? That's what we needed from, from Gabe Davis, man. Gabe Davis came to play three for 171 for two touchdowns. Get him involved early. And that's exactly what we did. And furthermore, I said, you know what? And while you're doing that, release Khalil Shakir. And guess what? Khalil Shakir went off today for, for the rookies. First time being inactive. And now he came in. He started doing that in the first the game that he returned last week. Right? He got his two receptions, key first downs. And we're like, okay, watch out for this guy. And sure enough, this game has a great game. I'm hoping that we keep him, we keep it going and keep him active going forward. Fantasy wise, if you guys picked him up, big kiss to you, man, because that's exactly what you needed. Gabe Davis went up completely off today. Nice to love, lovely to see, right? So, my third key to victory was getting those two guys involved. And boy, did we ever in a huge way. Big key to our victory today. We opened the doors and we opened the floodgates. And that's how it all got started with those two guys right there. All right. Uh, fourth key of the game. Keep things in front of you. DBs, keep things in front of you. I think we did a damn good job by not allowing any touchdowns, not allowing any huge plays. I think the biggest play was, what, a 24-yarder? That was, that was the biggest play of the game. 
The biggest play of the game for the Pittsburgh Steelers was a 24, a long of 24. Excuse me, did I get that wrong? Let me just make sure. Excuse me, a long of 29. That was to George Pickens. That was it. There was no big play for these guys. So we kept the big plays in front of us. We kept everything in front of us. We didn't allow any big plays to happen. Lovely. So that's another great, a great point to key to victory. And we, we definitely hit on that. So great job on the defensive side of the ball to keeping things in front of us. Great scheme by Leslie Frazier and obviously Sean, uh, Sean McDermott kept everything going. And last but not least, no dumb penalties. So what do we do for penalties today? I'm curious to see what our penalty stat line. We had a couple bozo ones, but nothing too crazy. So penalties today. Let me see what we got here. So penalties today, five penalties for 28 measly yards. I'll take it. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to nine penalties for over 100 yards. Like anytime you're giving up over 70 yards or 80 yards of freaking penalties, you're you're done. It's It doesn't work. It, it's, you're killing your team. Five for 28. And one of them came with the whole, uh, what do you call it? Going down on, uh, what's, his, what's his name? Knees, uh, Shaq Lawson. He got ejected from the game. So for the most part, we kept a pretty decent, clean game. A pretty decent, clean game. So uh, I like I like what we were able to do, man. Uh, shout out to my man, Mike Hurdle says, hey, Rico, I'm starting to see your point about Brees Hall, man. Then again, RBs don't last long and Elam could be a 10-year starter for us. Time will tell. Time will tell. You just never know. You never know. But I know what I, I know when I see a good back. I know when I see a good back. I know when I see a game changer, and we we missed out on that. That's a damn shame, uh, but it is what it is. We got we to gotta roll with what we got, and at the end of the day, we got 17. 17 is who we roll with. That's the guy that makes this engine roll, so it would have been nice to have something to help him along the way, but Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, and James Cook, that's what's going to have to That's what's gonna have to do. But keys to victory. Uh, we didn't get Devin Singletary the ball, which is fine. We still won the game. Turnovers, we turned the ball over twice. Not cool. We got to we got to limit those things. We got Gabe Davis and Shakir involved. Check mark. Uh, we kept things in front of us. No big plays. Check mark. And no dumb penalties. Right. We didn't we didn't shoot ourselves in the foot that jeopardized the game. So kudos uh, to these guys. You know, making sure that they executed on on what was supposed to be done. Now looking at the team statistics, folks. I'm looking at the team statistics and passing first downs. I see that we had we had 15 passing first downs. I mean, we didn't we torched them. It was one big play, and then I mean we keep moving, right? Uh, four rushing first downs uh, on third down. This is what's beautiful. We went five for nine on third down efficiencies. The Pittsburgh Steelers went five for 15, a 33% rate. You can't do that, man. You're not going to do well when you when you you're converting 33% of your your uh, your third downs. Can't it can't work. So Bills went five for nine. We had 552 total yards of offense today. Unfreaking believable. Uh, unbelievable off of 54 plays. All right. Uh, 13 drives. We had 10 yards of pop. So every play, essentially averaging out, it was like a first down, every, essentially every play. It was 10 yards of play. We were doing 10 yards of freaking play on average. 432 passing yards. Obviously, it was a big day, a big day for, um, for our guy, Josh Allen. Um, and most importantly, folks, this is what it is, man. Penalties were kept to a low. And, dude, we only had the ball for 23 minutes. We only had the ball for 23 minutes, man. Get in, get out, and let's keep it moving. So shout out to this whole team, man. What a complete win today. Um, just unreal, man. Five, 552 yards of freaking total offense. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. That, that is nice. That's nice to see, man. 
So shout out to the Bills D, shout out to the Bills offense, shout out to the whole squad that came out and just really did it, man. Uh, Mickey M says, yo, brother, long time no speak, man. Um, oh, Mikey, what's up, Mikey? Uh, man, today was one hell of a game. I love seeing that 98-yard play. No one can hold us. Can't wait for next week. Side note, your intro song, play that 1.5 speed. Ah, all right, I'll, I'll see what I can do, brother. I'll see what I can do. So shout out to my man, uh, Mikey M. So here's where I'm, I, I need your help, folks. I need your help. The good, the bad, the ugly. Let's talk about it, right? Let me let me take that ticker down. We already know what the play, the, the, the ticker, like the Bills, 38-3, the Jets, 20 to, uh, 40 to 17, and New England beating down the Detroit Lions, 29 nothing. I don't know what happened there. We'll catch the flip side. We'll catch the replay. So the good, folks. Let's talk about the good. Anything stand out to you guys? What stood out? What did we learn? What did we come away with this, this game? Talk to me now. Now, I'll give you guys the things that stood out to me, man. Josh Allen's connection with Gabe Davis, that was huge. That was huge this game. It got the ball rolling. It got Josh pumped. You know when he does this and he's just just jacked up, it's a wrap for the opponent. It's over with. It's done with, right? Um, uh, listen, Gabe Davis, fantastic day. Shakir, fantastic. The rookies did well today. The rookies from this draft class all stood out today. Kair Elam had one interception. Uh, Khalil Shakir had a, ru- a receiving touchdown. You know what I'm saying? And James Cook had a rushing touchdown. So, although, you know what I mean, I, I'm always, I always, I'm tough on the rookies, if you will. I am tough. I know I am. I don't give a damn. But you got to give credit to where credit's due. All the rookies in this draft class, the top ones that we, 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 we know that what they're about, they made a play today. And I bet you if Christian Bedford were in here, he would have made a play somewhere in this game too. So Khalil, Kyir, James Cook, shout out to y'all, man. The rookies came through and did their damn thing. You got to give them love. It, it, it was clear. It was clear as day that they deserved it. That's good on that, man. Uh, Kelly S. What's up, Kelly? Kelly says, yo, how about Hodges, though? You know what? Let's give love some Hodges, man. No doubt. Let's give love to Hodges. Hodges comes on as a... Listen, man, his, his, the history with Hodgins is crazy because this is a guy that essentially was slated to make the team over Gabe Davis. And Gabe Davis just emerged as that dude. So that being said, when you flip and go through the years and seeing what Hodgins has gone through, has gone through and all that, and he gets in the game today and he actually gets meaningful snaps, fam, he took full advantage of it. So shout out. Shout out to freaking Isaiah Hodges, man, for real. That's one guy that you want to root for. You want him to do well. I actually didn't want him to make the I, – I wanted him to – if they were going to cut him, I wanted him to go to a team where they could, he could be utilized. But I think I'm, – I'm sure of it that he was like, nah, I ain't going nowhere. I'm staying with these bills. I grew up with these – I pretty much grew up with these bills. I'm going to make sure that I stay on this squad because my time is coming. And if his time comes, great. But right now, good job on Isaiah Hodges. Honestly, good job on him. Uh, what's up, Sam? Sam comes in and says, yo, let's go, Rico. What's happening, brother? How's everything? Everything's good. Um, let's keep it moving. Let's talk more about the good that happened this game. How how about this defense? Like, we can't talk enough about this defense. Three sacks, one interception, keeping teams at bay, no points in the second half. Like, whatever Leslie Frazier is spitting in these guys' ears or writing on the chalkboard in the defensive room is Unbelievable. Keep it all the way up, Leslie Frazier, because these boys, these boys are absolutely responding to you. 
They're responding to everything that this man is giving in. So shout out to you. Even Terrell, Terrell Bernard got in the game and got six tackles. Balen Specter got in the game with four tackles. Every one of our draft picks contributed today. Golly, man, isn't that nice? Tell me that's not nice. Your first rounder, your second rounder, your third rounder. Like, what more, what more do you want? Gunpowder and gasoline, baby. That's what it is, man. When you put 38 points on a team that, that, that normally doesn't allow that, that's huge. That is huge. You know what I mean? Paul P says, yo, these never these newer generation of fans got it so good. I'm glad I experienced the drought, though. You know, and sometimes it's good to experience some tough times in your life because it only appre- you only appreciate when the good stuff come in. You know what I'm saying? And I know what you mean because there are some fans that don't know any better. They started you know, rooting for the team in, you know, in 2013, 2014. These are the young bucks. You know what I'm saying? So they 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 don't know the heartbreak, but they know that this is a team that's on the rise. And it's been on the rise. Ever since 2014, 15, you saw that, okay, we've got some things going on. And in 2016, and then boom, 17. And then we've been on the rise ever since. So that's what they know. That's what they know. But boy, the team, the guys I've been watching since, you know what I'm saying, the 90s, the late 90s, and the early 2000s. You feel me? So like, we know. So this is, this is, this is, an, um, it's refreshing. That's, it's refreshing to say the least. You know what I'm saying? So uh, shout out to this whole team, organizations, the, the freaking management, front office. They did a damn good thing with this team. Walter Scales. What's up, Walter? Walter comes in and says, man, you know what? Here's the good. Finally, a touchdown from someone not named Allen. Only took five games. Unbelievable. I'm glad you brought that up because every touchdown associated with, with this team obviously has something to do with Allen. So if it wasn't Allen throwing the touchdown pass, it was Allen running it in. So we finally got somebody in the end zone other than Allen, and that was James Cook. So and it could have been. I mean, there's no like there's no other way to put it. That's just what it is. That tells you how important Josh Allen is to this team. How important? I mean, every starting quarterback and franchise quarterback should be. But my goodness, man, this guy is just a gem. He's a gem. There's no question. There's no there's no question about it, man. Shout out to my man Tony Clifton with a super chat. He says, hey. Oh, happy day, Rico. <laughs> oh, happy day indeed, man. Anytime the Bills win, you guys already know what it is, man. Your food tastes better. And by the way, shout out to all my Canadians. Happy Thanksgiving to y'all. Y'all are doing it right now. If you guys are having some, some people don't do turkey anymore. I mean, we'll do a roasted chicken or they'll do a big ham. So whatever you guys are doing uh, to my Canadians, shout out to you guys. Happy Thanksgiving to y'all. Um, although I was supposed to be in Buffalo for the game. So wifey is at her at her parents' house. I was going to go to the in-laws place, but I was like, man, I'm going to be watching the game. I'm going to be doing this and podcasting. Yo, just bring me back a plate. Bring me back a plate, girl. So they're going to be they're going to be bringing me back a plate, and I'll uh, enjoy my Thanksgiving dinner tomorrow. You know what I mean? Um, so <laughs> shout out to uh, shout out to this team and this this whole squad. Everything was good. Anything stand out to you guys? Tell me what more stood out to you in the good category, because then we're going to go to the bad. We're going to go to the bad because we got to talk about some bad. Then we're going to go to the ugly. So what stands out to you more in the good? And by the way, John Marlowe, appreciate you. I saw that you said uh, thank, happy Thanksgiving, and I appreciate that. Thank you, sir. Uh, Chevy says, yo, Cook is RB2 now. I'd like to see how this plays out. I'd love to see how this plays out. You know what, what would be ideal? If Cook becomes RB2, and then Zach Moss is like, yo, trade me. Yo, I don't want to be RB2. Yo, trade me. Find a, find a trade destination for me. Highly doubt it happens, but then at least... 
it would now signify that we have two running backs, and that's what we got to deal with. But that ain't going to happen. So we have three backs, and then we'll see how Ken Dorsey decides to divvy up. But if he's going to do it properly, you'd think that a play like today would allow James Cook to now get a certain edge. And I don't want to say an edge over Zach Moss, but just gives the trust back. Has he earned the trust back? And I guess that's the real question. Has James Cook earned the trust back from Ken Dorsey and Sean McDermott, right? The drop passes, the fumble, you know what I'm saying? And just not taking full advantage of his opportunities on the field. So he gets in today. He had a great run. And did he catch any footballs out of the backfield? I'm just, I'm not, I'm not too certain if he did or not. But the question still remains. No, he had no catches out of the backfield. So did, did he earn the trust of Ken Dorsey to be inserted into this offense? I would love to know what your thoughts are. John Marler says 75% yes. 75% yes. You know what? I, I, there's a way to, um, to put a poll in the comment section. And I saw somebody do it. So I'm going to try to find a way to put a poll in the, in the comment section. We'll see how that plays out. But anyway, if you guys feel that uh, he's earned that trust, smash that like. Because a play like that, what it does for a player is it gives you confidence. And if he's got the confidence now, the more we sprinkle in plays to James Cook, more he starts to, you know what I mean, really get comfortable and do what he's supposed to do. Right? So... Find, let's find let's find a way to get him the ball. Let's find a way to boost his confidence right now because he's the youngest. He's the young book. You know what I'm saying? Every one of those guys are out of Florida, so they all they all mess around with each other like that. So find a way. If you if you've sparked something in James Cook, continue to use that. Get it forward. So has he earned the trust? Has he earned the trust over Zach Moss? Now, what he's gonna have to do is learn to if we're gonna keep you in the game longer to give you opportunity, you're going to be able to, you're going to have to protect that quarterback. Pass blocking is part of the assignment. You've got a pass block. Zach Moss has the edge in there. Devin Singletary's bulked up so he can take on those things. James Cook, on the other hand, is a little more frail body. He's a little softer in that regard. So we'll see how that plays out. But I, I think that with confidence building, I'm sure that he's earned the trust enough for next week to really get it moving. Because I'll tell you right now, there's a rookie running back out there in, uh, by the way, shout out to Christian McCaffrey. Just scored a touchdown for me in fantasy. Whoop, whoop. I'll take that all day. Um, shout out to the running back out of Kansas City, Pacheco. Apparently, Pacheco is a freaking beast, and he runs hard. So we're not going to want to see Pacheco getting all the opportunity in the world in an offense that passes like crazy with, obviously, um, the Kansas City Chiefs. And then we see Pacheco getting all these opportunities, and our second-round running back ain't doing shit. I don't want to see that. And Pacheco was not drafted early. So I'm just saying, I would love to see more given to James Cook if that's going to boost his confidence. And that run of 31 yards today could just be the start, could just be the spark that he needed. Let's hope that's the case. Now, I like that. Pope P says, yo, good lack of penalties. Love it. The fact that we didn't have any penalties, I love that. Here's another good. The fact that we went five for nine and three on third downs. Over 50%, I'll take that every single time. Every single time, I'll take that. Because right now, we're, we're number one in the league. We average about 55%. We're 55% in third down category when it comes to third down. This team in third down. 
you you best believe I'm going to love every bit of it. Every little bit of it, I'm going to love that. Anything else stand out to you guys as uh, as part of the good? By the way, Super Chat coming in from my man, GP. What up, GP? Says, yo, big fan of you and Z-Bot from the old school, <laughs> from the old fat son of a bitch, <laughs> deep down in Brooklyn, New York. Keep up. Listen, man. Brooklyn, New York, stand up. I got you, my guy. I got you, fam. Let's go. My man from uh, from Brooklyn. Um, I got another Super Chat coming in. Where did that Super Chat go? Yo, Pierre, you're going to figure that out for me, man? Try to get that poll because I saw it happen and it was on StreamYard. I don't know how they made it happen, but I thought it was cool. But I never had a chance to kind of go through that. Uh, Scott Van Lu, What up, Scotty? He says, yo, Rico, I just read that breaking news. I don't know if they posted it yet, but Tua is retiring because of those two concussions. Yo, Scott Van Lu, don't come here trying to spew some nonsense. All right, bro? Don't do that to us. And if it's true, very incredibly sad if that's the case. Because I know that was a rumor of that a while back. Um, but I never, uh, not really, not many people talk too much on it. So, yeah. So I'm just, I'm looking right now to see if I see anything on my Twitter, my Twitter feed. Do you guys see anything on your Twitter feed about that? Because I don't see anything about two. I'm just typing it in. And, you know, Twitter is like where you get all your news, right? Because that's, that's the most accurate place you can go for news and updates. Uh, but right now, I see nothing about Tua being forced to retire. Let me see here. Uh, NFL chief, da, 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 still speaking passively, passionately on the Zoom, saying that all doctors involved in Tua's case uh, doesn't provide the best diagnosis. These people are, be, are people that I don't see anything like that. But anyway, nonetheless, if that's the case, that'd be a damn shame. I hope that's not the case at all. Uh, but he's uh, he's going to get better. And if, if that's the case where he has to be, I mean, sidelined, then so be it. But uh, we'll see how that player that, that plays out. But right now, uh, Miami's dealing with some stuff, man, because you got Tua down for concussion. Then you have um, Teddy Bridgewater that went down for concussion. And just this past week, there's been guys that went down for concussion, like Naeem Hines for the, uh, the, the Indianapolis Colts. Indianapolis Colts. Took a hit. Didn't look like a crazy hit. Took a hit and was wobbly getting up. So, oof, there's some things, man. So just be careful out there, folks. Be careful. Now, let's get to the bad. There's not a whole lot of bad that you can say in this game. You know what I'm saying? And I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing that I that stood out for me. Uh, although that he he took an L, and I be and by L I mean he learned a few things today. But Kyer Elam in the first half wasn't looking good. It was bad. It wasn't good. He was just getting, he was getting dominated. He was getting the ball caught over him. It was, he was bailing so early that the cat, the cat, like there was at least five to six catches on Kyrie Elam today. And there was one that should have been caught by uh, Deontay Johnson on the sideline. When he stretched out there, he just didn't get his toe in there. That would have been a catch. So Kyrie Elam, they freaking pressed Kyrie Elam. They pushed his ass. That's like, you know what? We know what you do on film. We're going to get you and we're going to attack you. And they did. Luckily, Luckily for Kyrie Elam, we have a very good offense on that side of the ball where now you can't just attack Kyrie Elam. You got to look everywhere. So you have to spread the ball out. But if the, if the game were closer, you know what I'm saying? It'd be a more balanced game where they'd run the ball more. And when you least expect it, they go right at Kyrie. But Kyrie now knows they're coming at him all day, every day. So he's got to be on top of it. But he learned a valuable lesson today, man. Trust your speed. And you're just going to learn more. So all these things that happened to you, it was rough. But I think that he's going to be better for it. I think he'll be better for it. So I think he'll be all right. Uh, that was the one thing that stood out to me in terms of the bad. Uh, what else stood out to you guys? Talk to me. 
what stood out to you? I got my man, um, King Noble says, yo, Rico, did you see that BS roughing the passer call on Brady that closed the game out for the Bucks? Nah, I missed it. I didn't get any, um, I didn't get anything. The poll question, Paul, uh, Pierre, is has James Cook earned the trust uh, of Ken Dorsey or has he earned the trust of the coaches to get more touches in the game going forward? So that's what I want to see if you guys believe that. We'll, we'll start it off. If you found out how to do it, uh, let me know and uh, we can certainly start to use more poll questions in the chat. That'd be really dope. Um, but folks, looking at the bad, I'm, I'm trying to think of what else stood out to us as bad. And I don't really see a whole lot. There's not really a whole lot, I'll tell you right now. But if you see something that stands out to you, please let me know. Maurice Anderson, what up, Mo? Mo says, hey, man, the good had a bet with a Steelers fan for a short. Uh, <laughs> wait, he said, I had a bet with a Steelers fan for a short by halftime. I sent her a link to the BF store. Uh, support BF. Go Bills. I love it. <laughs> oh, for a shirt. You said for a shirt. You said for a short. So I got it. I got it. I got it. You had a bet with a Steelers fan for a shirt. So you sent her the link. Oh, you're a smart man, Maurice. I like the way you roll, baby. I like the way you roll. So go ahead and pick out your pick out your shirt, man. I mean, shoot, you, you should make bets like that going forward with your friends, man. You know we're gonna win. Jump in there and, and handle that. Jump in and handle that. Uh, Namdi says the bad, the old line run issues. That continues to be a crazy way. That continues to get uh, just just. I don't know what it is, man, because our old line is better than it was last year. But yet we still run into, I wouldn't call it an issue that we just can't run block. It's just that we pass so damn well, there's no need to run the rock. But there's going to be a time where defense plays us very well, where we have to rely on the run. And then we won't know how to do it because we're not doing anything about it now. So I'm hoping that eventually that we we start to get it together sooner than later. Scott Van Lu says, yo, sorry, didn't mean to put you on, <laughs> didn't mean to put uh, put that on you. Uh, but anyways, what do you think about the, the game next week against Kansas City? What are your thoughts specifically, or especially with a banged up secondary? This is game four for us. Listen, man, the good thing about this matchup with Kansas City is that it's not one and done. So whether we win, which we did last week, it meant nothing, essentially. It just meant that we had bragging rights. But really, it means nothing because we can go in and lose this game, win the rest of the games, face them again. And if we beat them, we'll beat them for what really matters, especially what they did to us last year. We came in, we put all our eggs in a basket, and we beat the freaking Kansas City Chiefs. And it was a handed, we handed them a good, a good loss. And we felt on top of the world, right? And then we go and face them again when we know we can play with them because of you saw the score. And we lost because of the whole 13 seconds, and we just decided not to play defense. But, like, at the end of the day, y'all saw what it was about. So whether we win we lose this first game against the freaking Kansas City Chiefs, it really won't matter until we see them again. And you know exactly what that means. So I appreciate the Super Chat, Scott, because uh, that's it's a great question. How do I feel about it? We'll talk about it on Tuesday. <laughs> we'll talk about it on Tuesday. We'll talk about it. Um, Whatever we, uh, whenever we can get a chance to, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to line up some, some Colts fans, excuse me, some uh, KC fans to talk about this game because I think it's crucial. And uh, so far, nobody's returned my, my text. So we'll see how that plays out, man. Um, anything stand out to you as ugly in this game? I got one thing that stood, to, uh, stood out to me as ugly. Oh, let me stretch for this one. I got to stretch for this one. You want to know what was freaking ugly this game? 
how terribly we beat down the freaking Steelers. That was an ugly loss. I don't care what anybody tells me. That loss was ugly. Not once did I see Mike Tomlin take off his sunglasses. You know when you you know when you have your sunglasses and you don't take them off when you go to a funeral. When you go to a funeral, you keep your damn sunglasses on because you know what? You don't want to see you don't want people to see the puffiness under your eyes and you're upset. So right now, I, that was a funeral. We absolutely buried the Steelers. We buried the Steelers and everyone was there to watch it. It was a pitiful performance by the Steelers. They they couldn't muster a damn thing. There was no adjustments made. There was a halftime clip. They saw him and um, I think their defensive coach were sitting there talking and it looked like he's like, I don't know what the hell we're doing. They're like, how are we going to freaking figure things? They couldn't figure anything out. They couldn't figure a damn thing out. Now, some might say this was not a funeral. I say it was a funeral, but sometimes at a funeral, you got to take your glasses sometime, right? You got to take them off sometime. That's when the funeral's done. So maybe this was the funeral. Now they get to move on and try to get better. But this one, I hope you bury that game and never come back. I don't hope, I hope that they don't come on, come back to that game because we absolutely took them to the woodshed and gave it to them. We gave it to the damn Steelers. And I have a few Steelers fans that I got to call. Actually, matter of fact, I'm going to make one phone call right now. And I, he better pick up his phone. He better pick up his phone. I got to, I got to warn him that he's on, on, uh, he's probably not going to like that. I call him like that, but it's going to happen. Let me see if he picks up his phone. See that thing ring. Let me see if he picks up the phone. Don't be like that. Pick up your phone, big fella. Ah, he didn't want to pick up for he knows what's happening. He knows what time it is. Nobody wants to pick up the phone. If you have a Steelers friend, call them right now. They ain't gonna pick up. <laughs> they ain't gonna pick up the phone, man. They're ashamed. And as they should be. This was not the game for them. This was a game that you had an opportunity to really come out and just 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 answer. Just be there to answer. How many times did the, the freaking Patriots come into town? We knew we were gonna get our ass beat, but we played them tough. You know what I'm saying? We played them tough and gave it to them. These guys, man, they laid down. And nobody wants somebody to lay down real quick. Come on now. Put a little fight. A little bit of a fight. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> Matt Soda says, yo, you were very worried about the Steelers, Rico. I wasn't worried about the Steelers. I was just saying that I don't think we we're going to beat them down as badly as people think we were. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> and I don't mind being wrong about that. I thought they were going to put up more of a fight, but they didn't. They laid down. Golly, man. Terrible. I really wanted more stuff for them. Now, usually I put somebody on the milk carton candidate, but I'm going to wait till Tuesday night. Tuesday night, we'll talk about who deserves to be on the milk carton. I would love to know what you guys think who should be on the milk carton. There's going to be somebody on the milk carton. You guys let me know. My man, uh, Pete Tao says, yo, ugly, having to use Sam Martin for two punts. <laughs> yo, Pete Tao, you stupid, man. But we did have to punt twice. We did have to punt twice, man. I'll tell you that much. My man, Pierre the Kingpin, P-Money, says, yo, Pickett does look like a player, though. Pickett and Pickens going to be a good duo for some years. Just not just not yet there, big fella. You know what I'm saying? Um, try saying Pickett, Pickens, party all the time, four times fast. 
And if you guys know what party all the time I'm talking about, then you guys know what's up. Um, <laughs> and if you guys do catch that reference, love it. But uh, right now, man, the the Kenny the Kenny Pickett Pickens uh, duo, uh, it's a good one. But just it's not they're not it's not their time yet. It's not their time yet. They're just gonna have to wait it out, wait it out until maybe next year, maybe the year after that. But that's what it's gonna be there. Uh, and for those that got that reference about party all the time. Please, if you know it. Ah, oh, yes, somebody got. <laughs> Thank you, Sean Hornes. You got it, my man. Uh, hopefully they don't party all the time too much, though. Hopefully they don't they don't do it a whole lot. I'm so glad that somebody got it. I, there's so many references that I make on these podcasts, and that I'm like, ooh, somebody's gonna get it, and nobody gets it. I'm like, missed opportunity. But the fact that somebody got it, love it, love every bit of it. So. Yeah, John Yodis, Eddie Murphy. They already know. People don't know. Like, for the Young Bucks, they don't know that Eddie Murphy used to sing. And that was a banger of a joint, by the way. That was a banger of a joint. People don't know. Um, but for the most part, folks, this game was a, a reminder. It was a reminder that we can hang points on anybody. We can literally hang points on anybody at any time. You know what I'm saying? So, for... For, for those that, that, that are like, man, like, can we do that against the Kansas City Chiefs? Did we not do it last year? You damn right we did. We did last year. And I'm hoping, and, I'm, I, and I really mean this with all my heart, I hope that we can bring the party all the way to Kansas City. And if you guys know this track, you guys are nice. But if you don't, shame on you because I want to be able to bring the party to Kansas City. You know what I'm saying? Because it's going to be a good time. And if you guys want a good time in Kansas City, I know we got the ribs. We got the wings. They got the ribs, apparently. But let's bring the party to them, man. Because we, part- we were partying in Buffalo. Why not bring the party all the way to Kansas City? Why not? Because I know my man Eddie Murphy would love it. Because... I want to party, baby. <laughs> Yo, I ain't gonna do that. Let me, let me break that down. Let me stop that. <laughs> I just wanted to. I just wanted to bring that out there. I want to party though, for real. I want to party, and if we can bring the party to Kansas City, let's bring the car. Let's bring the party to Kansas City. Golly, I had to bring that out there. I, I needed. I needed. I needed a laugh for myself because I was doing a whole lot of laughing watching this performance by the Pittsburgh Steelers today. I was like, what's going on, man? Like, did they come to play today? Golly. Anyway, folks, that's it for me, man. I'm going to save the, uh, the the milk carton candidate. I'm going to save it for Tuesday. Um, you guys you guys will be able to let me know who you think deserves to be on the milk carton. I might even put a poll out on my Twitter, and y'all can let me know who deserves to be part of it. And if you guys hit what I hit, then we're there. Then we are freaking there, folks. Um, but listen, altogether, closing remarks on this game, man, real talk. The Bills are a special team, and I think we know this. Offensively, defensively, special teams, like, like you saw it today, man. You saw everything. We put everything on display today, and we have so much more in the tank, and that's the beautiful thing about it. And I truly believe that this team is a one-game-at-a-time type of team. Don't look forward. Don't look behind. It's just this game, and we keep it moving. And we can do those things. We can do those things uh, when we're, we're, when we're, we're that solid. 
right? We can do those things when we have experience under our belt from tough losses to inexcusable losses to big mistakes to great wins, right? So we've been the high and we've been at the low. So now we're just even keel. So I'm hoping all that experience, you know what I'm saying, is, is tapped into this year, one game at a time. We can't look at the Kansas City Chiefs just like, it's Kansas City. Oh, you know what I'm saying? We got to look at it. Yo, this is another football game, man. We're going up against a good quarterback. So let's make it happen. Now, big difference with Kansas City, they don't have Tyreek Hill. We have to deal with Tyreek Hill, you know what I mean, several weeks down the line. So we, gotta pl- we can play them slightly different. We don't have to worry about the Tyreek Hill speed. But they're still potent. And some might say, and I, I think I agree with it, that they're, they're way more dangerous without the likes of Tyreek Hill. Because now you don't, you don't have to depend on that. Now I can depend on you. I can depend on you. I can depend on you. There's a whole lot of guys that can depend on. So we'll see. So that's it for me, folks. I hope you guys enjoyed this post-game show. Um, I saved a lot for Tuesday because we're going to get into, you know what I'm saying, more of this game, what stood out. There's going to be a lot more analysis that comes out. So, um, but And I've, I still got some more things to talk about, but we got to save it. We can't give all the goodness out in one show. Now, if you guys did enjoy this show, do me a favor and do the Buffalo Fanatics a favor. Smash that like. If you have not subscribed, subscribe to the channel. We, we are pushing for 25,000 subscribers. That's what we want. That's what we're trying to gain. That's the milestone we're trying to gain. Help us get there uh, by, by you know, engaging with us, right? Um, if you guys are watching this on the, on, the, on the playback, I've had people ask me, what are your thoughts on if I want to super chat, I'm not able to super chat. There is a link to super chat even while you're watching on the play, on the replay. So go ahead and jump on that. If you have not reached our, excuse me, our BF fan shop, jump in on the BF fan shop. If you're reading this, Buffalo won yesterday. This would be a good shirt to wear tomorrow, folks, because people will know. And not only did we win, we slaughtered the Pittsburgh Steelers. And you know what, how you celebrate? You celebrate by having some wings, Dip that in ranch, dip that in blue cheese, dip that in whatever the hell you guys dip your shit in. You know what I'm saying? Dip your wings in whatever makes you feel good. And then on top of that, go ahead and jump in. And we got a new design, a new tee. Jump in on this one. This one's fire. This one's the one that's selling out. It's selling hot right now. So jump in on this new design, the him t-shirt. That's our guy, Stefan Diggs, because he is him. We already know that. He's been proving it. All year round, the best duo in the game is Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen. So go ahead and jump in there. Support us at the BF Fan Shop. And uh, we appreciate you guys doing that because uh, this is what keeps us rolling. This is what keeps us kind of pushing things out and getting things out for the masses, for the people. And we appreciate you. We really do. So last, uh, if, the, if you guys have any questions, concerns, this is your time to do it before I get out of here. Uh, happy Thanksgiving again to all my Canadians. Salute to y'all. I hope you guys have your turkey and your this and that. And uh, for those that have um, that use uh, cranberry sauce next to it that comes out of the can and, and dump it on the table, shame on you. That's gross. Can't do it. Won't do it. And I know a lot of people love that type of stuff. I cannot. You know what I'm saying? But everybody's got their own Thanksgiving, you know what I'm saying, meals that they put together. Uh, I make a mean turkey. I didn't do a turkey this year, so I'm going to just wait it out. Maybe I might just follow you guys with your thanksgiving by the time it's time for yours to do your stuff but uh for the most part man we appreciate you we appreciate every one of you guys for tuning in always
My man Jar Marlowe says, yo, Turkey Canada. you damn right, buddy. you damn right. If you guys enjoyed the show, do me a favor. Follow Talvin Walker and throw that microphone on your screen. If you guys enjoyed the show, if, you, if it made you chuckle, if it made you laugh, just smash that like. That's all we want. We want appreciation. And this allows this to go everywhere. Everywhere so everybody can kind of catch this show. Um, closing remarks. Folks, this is a damn good team. And we're going to keep rolling. And they've got the best freaking fan base behind them to cheer them on. So let's keep it rolling, man. Let's keep these W's coming. You know what I'm saying? Let's keep these microphones and, and, and flames coming up. Let my man sweat. And uh, hopefully we kind of, you know what I mean? We get this thing popping, man. Thinking Atheist says, yo, great show as always, Rico. Can't wait for the next game against the Chiefs. Happy Thanksgiving to you and all the Canadians out there. We appreciate you guys. And uh, listen, folks, until next time, let me get out of here. Let me let me bump my guy, Drip Sanchez. If you guys don't know who this is, man, this is my man, Drip Sanchez. He lets you guys have it. So, folks, that's it for me. It's the mafia. Is Buffalo. Is it our time? You guys let me know because mafia lets me know every time. Let's go, folks. If you guys enjoyed the show, smash that like. Subscribe to the channel. If you guys are following me on Twitter, follow me. Rico underscore BF underscore. Hit me up. Let's go. If you have any Kansas City fans, podcast, and they want to jump on a squabble with your boy and square up, let them know where to find us. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Rico Report. It's the Buffalo Fanatics. Until next time. It's your boy, and I'm gone. Let's go. Buffalo got a tradition. They say we tripping. They better get out our way. Top of the table, we flipping. We on a mission. Got an unstoppable team. Continue to follow your dream. By any means. Buffalo, Buffalo, get in the Super Bowl ring. Cause we the Buffalo, 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 Buffalo Bills. Yeah, we the Buffalo, 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 Buffalo Bills. You better know that. Look how we throwing and catching cause we are unstoppable, yeah. You better know that. Look how we running and hitting cause we are unstoppable, yeah. Repping the mafia, 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 yeah. Repping the mafia, 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 mafia Bills. Mafia, yeah. You better know that. Look how we throwing and catching cause we are unstoppable, yeah. You better know that. Look how we running and hitting cause we are unstoppable, yeah Mafia up in your city, time to get gritty Screaming and yelling, we bugging Look at the red and blue, stadium flooded Homie, your city is nothing Home guard, we can do it Every yard, we improve it Each down, we moving Buffalo Bills is coming Better get ready, cause you know we not losing Repping the mafia, 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 yeah. Repping the mafia, 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 bills, mafia, yeah. You better know that. Look how we throwing and catching, cause we are unstoppable, yeah. You better know that. Look how we running and hitting, cause we are unstoppable, yeah. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 
96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.